one foot in life and one in death. There's never time to catch your breath. Normal and paranormal beware. The spectral silhouette will always be there. The Lightning Lounge and Skeleton Key Brewery present the Spectral Silhouette Holiday Special, the exciting tale of a paranormal detective who always gets his man. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ho, ho, ho! It's me, Father Brumis, here to spread hoppy holiday joy to all the good girls and boys. Let's be honest, Christmas can be exhausting. Between the shopping, nonstop shoveling, and extended family visits, there's never time to take a breather. That's why when Mrs. Brumis gives me the okay, the elves and I head to Skeleton Key Brewery in Woodridge, Illinois. We park the sled outside and forget our troubles with the aid of delicious craft beer, smiling faces, and an inviting atmosphere. With so many great brews on tap, there's something for everyone. Old Brumis prefers Il Gufo IPAs. They contain just the right amount of hops and haze to put a little jingle in your bells. So don't be a Scrooge and head on down to Skeleton Key Brewery. You deserve it. And now, the spectral silhouette. Detective Monty Eldridge was shot during an armed robbery. Legally dead for five minutes, he shakes the cold grip of the Grim Reaper with the help of the paramedics. When he regains consciousness, he finds that he can hear the voice of a deceased mobster named Sill. The two agree to work together to find Sill's murderers in exchange for assistance with Monty's cases. Aided by his old friend Penny Astor and otherworldly insights from his ghostly ally, Monty becomes the spectral silhouette. Tonight's holiday humdinger is titled Link by Link. A bitter wind is blowing outside the state correctional facility. It's Christmas Eve and not a creature was stirring, except notorious mobster and notable curmudgeon, Righty Vivaldi. He's been in a sour mood ever since he and his henchmen, Lulu and Tony Brunella, were put away thanks to the efforts of Monty Eldridge and company. The Brunella brothers try to make the best of the situation by keeping spirits high and spreading holiday cheer throughout Cell Block B. But the boys' attempts to warm Righty's chilly demeanor are in vain. But boss, it's Christmas Eve! Ah, bum hug. How can you guys celebrate when Monty and his crew get to enjoy life on the outside? With the carols, cookies, trees, and full pocketbooks waiting to get snatched. We should try to make the best of our situation. We've got our health and each other. We're gonna rot in here and you two want to hold hands and sing Silent Night? I was thinking Deck the Halls. That's a good one. Or what about White Christmas? Oh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Uh, well, we could. But... Give it a rest. Halls, hymns, binge Crosby. I want none of it. Christmas is for suckers and greenhorns. But I got some homemade brew from that guy in cell block C. You know, the one with the limp? Look, it's no skeleton key beer, but it should be enough to put a skip on your step. Yeah, at least try to enjoy yourself. We might be belly up, but we can still make the best of the holiday. Here, take the bottle. 
Oh, smells like my great aunt Minnie. Hey, beggars can't be choosers. All right, bottoms up. That's a ticket, boss. How about we three kings? We three kings of Orient are Tried to smoke a rubber cigar It was loaded, it exploded Following yonder star After indulging in a bit too much of the Block C brew, Lights Out is called, and the Brunellas return to their cell across the hall. The brothers are snuggled away in their bunks, visions of bank vaults with no doors dancing in their heads. Righty is awakened by the sound of a chain rattling, and something very heavy being dragged across the prison floor. What's the racket? Boys, you hear that? Both of them out cold. That hooch was strong stuff. Oh! Who, who's out there? Keep it that I'm trying to sleep. Righty. Righty. I know that voice. It's a ghost. Went right through the bars. Who, who are you, you see-through schmuck? Righty. Righty. It's... <coughs> Sorry. Dusty in here. In life, I was Lefty Vivaldi. Lefty? Do my peepers deceive me, or am I gazing upon the visor of my kid sister? Visage, you idiot. It is I, Righty. The smarter, better sibling. <laughs> you look terrible. But you're dead. How are you standing, floating in front of me? I've been forced to wander this dump due to my past sins. Gluttony, greed, wrath, all the fun stuff. You see the chain behind me? Each link is a vice I indulged in when I was alive. Empty Tommy gun cartridges, cases of bootleg liquor, bags of cash. Uh, what's the big thing at the end? Crap stable. That's why it took me so long to get here. Why are you here, Lefty? What brings you to my six-by-eight-foot penthouse? I was sent to warn you of the coming of three ghosts, each one tasked with making you see the error of your ways and understanding the true meaning of Christmas. But this can't be happening. It must be the horrible prison chow, or the cell block bubbly. Look, moron. I didn't drag a craps table up three flights of stairs to be called a result of indigestion. I'm here. Those three are coming. That's all you need to know. Okay? When will they come, Lefty? Upon the hour after midnight. When the bell tolls. One after the other. Uh, couldn't we do like a three-at-once deal? No! Now go back to bed and await the arrival of the first ghost. Oh, spirit, I'm frightened. Ha! Chicken! <laughs> Now hear me, righty Vivaldi. Change your ways or suffer the same fate. Fate, fate, Stupid craps table. Following the departure of his ghostly caller, righty finds it hard to fall asleep. He lays in his bunk dreading the arrival of the first spirit. The haunting hour draws near, and each tick of the clock fills the mafioso with fear. It's almost one. Uh, maybe this dope won't show. Maybe I'm just crazy. Uh, it's drafty. Maybe ghosts don't like the cold. Ah! It's so bright, I can't see a thing. Who goes there? It is I, your first spirit, the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> 
What? It is I, your ghost. What are you saying? Hold on. That's better. It is I, the ghost of Christmas past. Hey, I know you. Sylvester, right? You used to work for the family. Sills crew, wise guys that wouldn't go after the innocent. That was me in life. In death, I was given the task of getting you to turn over a new leaf. Unfortunately... If I remember correctly, you were more a suit and tremble kind of guy. Uh, what's with the robe and the halo? Came with the gig. Gotta dress for success. Now enough about me. We've got a lot to cover and not a lot of time. Follow me. I don't know if you noticed, so, but we're in a prison cell. I know that, dummy. Come over here by this wall. Whoa, you made a doorway. You mind showing me how to do that? Could use it to escape. No way. Now go on in. But I don't know what's in there. Hey, get, get your hands off me. Don't push. You can't just expect me to... Whoa! That was satisfying. The two gangsters travel back to one of Wrighty's boyhood memories, to a place called Miss Kinnison's Home for Lost Children. It was an orphanage where the unwanted and undesirable street urchins ended up. Still hopes that by taking Wrighty to a simpler, more innocent time, it may help pull him out of his holiday slump. I, I know this place. This is Miss Kinnison's. There's my old desk. Oh, and look at Miss Kinnison. She had the eyes of a shark and the neck of a vulture. That's not very nice. Oh, oh yeah, I see it. Wow, look how young I am. This is long before I was a made man. Settle down, class. Please settle down. I said zip it! Now, it's my duty to fill those empty little heads with something useful. I know Christmas is right around the corner, and everyone's excited, but I'd like to remind you that you're here because nobody loves you. Now, on to the lesson. Mr. Kinnison bought Miss Kinnison a big diamond ring. And if we carry the two over here, divide by three, how much did he spend on his beloved? Nothing, because he doesn't exist! Who said that? Was that you, Mr. Vivaldi? Would you like detention for the week? I don't know. Why don't you ask Mr. Kinnison? Why, you little detention for the month. You will spend every day after class beating erasers until you've learned your lesson. Sounds good. Maybe I'll ask Mr. Kinnison to help. And Santa Claus. And the Easter Bunny. Ha! Enough! <laughs> Goodbye, class. Enjoy your holiday. Alone. With no parents. As for you, Mr. Vivaldi, start working on those erasers. Oh, that lady sure is a piece of work. You don't know the half of it. I need to step out for a second, Mr. Vivaldi. You make sure to finish with those erasers. Then... I want you to write, Miss Kinnison is not past her prime, a thousand times on the chalkboard. Understood? Whatever, toots! Urgh. This is the moment where Lefty and I broke out. We decided to blow this joint and never look back. I don't blame ya. What's that sound? It's coming from the window! Righty! It's me! I've had enough of this place. I'm gonna bust you out. Let's hit the bricks and never come back to old Volchernet Kinnison's again. But Lefty, where will we go? To the city. From now on, we make our own way. No more spinsters telling us what to do. Let's go. Hold on, sis. I just need to write one more thing on the chalkboard. All right, I'm ready. 
Look out below! To the future! Mr. Vivaldi, I hope you finished with, what? Where did he go? He left something on the chalkboard. See ya, Vulture Neck. I'll say hi to Mr. Kinnison when I get to the land of make-believe. Why, that son of a- All right. That's enough of that. I get where your problem with authority stems from. I'll never forget what Lefty did for me. That was a miserable place, and Kinnison was a heartless old bat. She certainly was. On to the next stop. This way. Oh no, this time, I'll step through. Suit yourself. Next stop on the time-traveling pilgrimage is Fez's Bar, Righty's first place of employment. The owner, Fezwick, hired both Lefty and Righty as a bartender and an iceman. It was an establishment that brought in all walks of life, the rich and poor, upstanding citizens, and notorious criminals. All demographics were represented at Fez's. Cigarette smoke and suds permeated the air, and there was an all-around cheeriness to the place, more so on this Christmas Eve's past. Ugh, I don't feel too good. Those weird doors aren't doing anything to my body, are they? No, maybe. I don't know. You're probably fine. You recognize this place? Yeah, it's Fez's. Old Fezwick was the first guy to hire me and my sis. Oh, sweet molasses, there he is. Yep, I heard you. Two blocks of ice and a bottle of gin. Okay, I'll send my boy over to you shortly. Righty, I got another delivery for you to run. Where's the kid at? Lefty, you seen your brother? Nah, Mr. F, sorry. That's all right. I'll find him. You still good to bartend for the big Christmas party tonight? Of course. I look forward to slinging suds and avoiding catcalls. <laughs> Let me know if you have any trouble. If anybody hounds you, I'll toss them on the rear. I'll take over pouring duties later in the night so you can enjoy yourself at the party. Thanks, Mr. F. Sorry, Fez. I was helping Mr. Sargazzi to his car. He offered me some side work. I wouldn't take it, boy. You've got a lot going for you. Don't get caught up with guys like that. Once you're in with them, it's impossible to get out. I'll take this ice to 1236 zone. Can you do that? Yeah, sure, Fez. You got it. Oh, and righty. I hope you're attending the party tonight. My daughter Beth is coming, and I've told her a lot about you. So keep your nose clean, and don't forget to wash behind your ears. I wasn't really planning on it, boss. Never been a fan of the holidays. Never been a fan? This is the time to celebrate life, love, and youth. By when I was your age, I would go to four Christmas parties in a night and chase four girls at each of them. Whatever plans you have, cancel them and come to the party. Come eat, drink, and be merry with all my friends and family. I consider you and your sister as such. Okay, boss. I'll be there with bells on. That's a good boy. I'll run along and deliver that ice before it melts. His daughter, eh? Yeah, we really had something. She was quick as a whip and prettier than a brand new Thompson machine gun. Eyes so big you could fall right in. And an even bigger heart. Sounds like you really had the hearts for this, Dame. <sighs> I sure did. I never loved anything more than Beth. Maybe money. My time's almost up. 
I've got one more memory to show you. Okay, Spooky, I'm all ears. I swear every sandwich I ever ate is gonna come up. Gross. I remember this night. It's when everything changed. I ended up taking a job working for the Sagazi family. It's the first time I ever went away to the clink. Beth begged me not to go, but Lefty talked me into it. Oh, look at Beth in the snow. She looks like an angel. But why would you do this? My father gave you a job. Why throw it away? I can't provide for you, let alone myself just hauling ice. I need something bigger, better. But at what cost? You've grown cold and distant these past months. The spark I once saw twinkling in your eyes has dimmed. You haven't worn a smile in weeks. If you think taking this job will bring it back, it won't. Money won't solve anything. But maybe if you stay with me... I told Lefty I'd go with her. This isn't just about us. This is about family. She's always had my back. No, it's about greed. Lefty is leading you down a path of... Look, big eyes. I'm going. I'm sorry. I have to do this. But we could take our savings and leave. Start over somewhere new. Just you and... I'll call you. Stay gorgeous, kid. Don't go, you idiot! She's crazy about you! Don't you see that? They can't hear you, righty. <laughs> but I love you, you fool. Wow. You got me feeling stuff. What happened that night? Robbery gone wrong. Lefty was gunned down. I was put in the big house. I never saw Beth again. We have to go, righty. Come with me. Please, Spooky. Just give me a minute. I haven't seen Beth in 20 years. I'm sorry. We need to hit it. I need to get you back. It's time for me to clock out. My shift is over. <sighs> Very well. Let's go. betray us Silly that love's let us down On a night such as this Cupid's got us looking like clowns It's funny I'm a fool around you And goofy we can't get it right we walk in the park I can't turn my left from my right Just wanna tell you I need you Tongue's tied so it comes out wrong But I think we'd be perfect If we could Get along. It's funny how I want to hold you. Silly, you're in my arms, lane. You're standing beside me, but I just can't find the strength.
just wanna tell you I need you. Tongue's tied, so it comes out wrong. But I think we'd be perfect if we could get along. It's funny how I want to hold you. Silly, you're in my arms, leg. You're standing beside me, but I just can't find the strength. Still drops Righty back off in his cell. He tells him to expect the coming of the second ghost when the clocks chime two. Righty attempts to get some sleep, but all he can think of is Beth, alone in the snow. How things could have been if he had just stayed. I can't believe I left her like that. What a fool I'd been, a real numbskull! Wow, the cell door swung open. Hello? Is this a jailbreak? Yeah, there's music and light at the end of the hall. It's coming from the warden's office. I'll just take a peek. Hey, Blockhead! Come on in. Yo! You're Penny! Monty Eldridge's squeeze. The one with the guns and the short temper. What are you doing here? I'm the ghost of Christmas present. And Monty and I are just friends. Right, and I'm the Pope. But why you? Aren't you alive? I don't know, Righty. This is your thing. What's with all the food? You didn't get this from the mess hall. Of course not. This spread represents the grandeur and decadence of Christmas. The ham, cranberries, roasted chestnuts, sweetest wine you've ever tasted. All part of what makes the holiday special. I'll just take a slice of... Touch it, and you'll lose a hand. Jeez, all right, doll. What's the story? Take the hem of my dress, and I'll fly us out into the night. Stain it, and I'll end you. Okay. You know, I think you might have an anger problem. Be quiet, or I will plug you full of holes. Now, take hold, and let's go experience the wonder and joy of Christmas. I think you're batty, lady. Whoa, 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 whoa! You know, you could have opened that first, right? The Spectral Silhouette will be right back after a brief message from our sponsor. Ha, 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 easy there. <laughs> oh, it's me again, Father Brumis. You know, I may only work one night a year, but it's a long one. Traveling around the world on my sled, delivering presents to all the good children sleeping soundly in their beds. And boy, let me tell you, squeezing down chimneys takes a lot out of you. Which is why I make a stop at Skeleton Key Brewery in Woodridge, Illinois. So many delicious beers, all of them the perfect accessory to your holiday party or gathering. The folks there work way harder than old Brumis, five days a week, Wednesday through Sunday. So head on down to Skeleton Key, or end up on my naughty list. Onward, paintball fight, migratory, fresh joy and indomitable, evil X, fumbled rhymes, skelter and wondrous. Goofo with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Yeah! You deserve it! Ho, 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 ho! 
No bones. No bones. No bones about it. Get to Skeleton Key Brewery. No bones about it. Get to Skeleton Key. You deserve it. And now we return to the spectral silhouette. Righty's current phantom visitor is Penny Astor, the ghost of Christmas present. He took hold of her dress and they flew off into the night to witness the holiday firsthand. Their first stop is Tony and Lulu's cell. Did we just fly around the prison to the other side of the hallway? Yes. But why? We could have just hoofed it. Don't question the process. Now, let's listen to your cronies on this cold Christmas Eve. Deck the halls with bowls of jelly. Wait, I don't think that's right. Is it bells on dollies? No, I, I think it's moles on bellies. Wait. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Idiot. I've been meaning to talk to you about the boss. He's been real down in the dumps lately, like real low. Don't I know it? Ever since we got pinched, nothing makes him happy. He's always hated Christmas, but this year it's something different. Ha! <laughs> yeah, like these two should be given advice. Shh. Listen. I, I just wish there was some ring we could blue for him. I mean, just something we could do for him. We did our best. He refuses to buck up. Look, I, I for one think that no one should be sad on Christmas Eve. No, I bet, I bet he's crying in his cell right now. What was that? I'll kill him, I swear! You can't touch them, Righty. Isn't it nice to know you have people that care about you? Even if it's Tweedledee and Tweedledum? I don't need nobody. I got me. I bet he is. All the more reason for us to be there for him. All for one and deck the halls. Oh, deck the halls? That's my favorite. Deck the halls with bowls of jelly. I guess I'm glad they give a hoot. They are my oldest pals. Been with me through thick and thin. Take me away from these drunken idiots. Very well, take hold of my head, buddy. Watch it. Do you have a death wish? Sorry. Honest mistake. Penny and Righty soar through the night sky, much to Righty's chagrin. She lands outside the office of Eldridge and Astor, private eyes. They float through the door and through the waiting room to Monty's desk. Hey! That's that bum, Monty Eldridge. He put me away. What are we doing here? This is for your own good. Now close your mouth and open your ears. Merry Christmas, Sill. Merry Christmas, Jughead. Is that Sill? I thought he was dead. How can Monty see him? It's a long story. Listen, you might learn something. On nights like these, I like to reflect on past battles, losses, and victories. Rights and wrongs. I've sympathy in my heart for all those we've encountered. The good and the not so good. I don't know about that, Monty. We've put away some real creeps. I know, Syl, but Christmas is a time to be forgiving. It's about finding the good in everyone. Oh, God, I'm gonna be sick. Okay, I'll bite. Anyone in particular? 
Righty Vivaldi comes to mind. That crook? Why even bring him up? He's on my mind, that's all. Everybody deserves a little sympathy, a little cheer on Christmas. He was just a sheep led astray. More like a sheep-led ashtray. A sheep, I might mention, that peddled drugs and guns. Nonetheless, Syl, it's good to keep others in our hearts, no matter how despicable. Boy, that Monty sure is a swell guy. I think I've been wrong about him. Really? No, are you kidding me? This guy is sitting here waxing poetic while I'm in a tiny cell drinking booze that some guy made in his toilet. Aren't you listening to what he's saying? Doesn't it touch you at all? Oh, it touches me all right. Like a hot iron to my buns. Are we done here? Cool your heels, Righty. We've got a few more minutes. I guess it wouldn't hurt to have a little sympathy. That's the spirit, Syl. Now, let's get ready. Penny and the others will be here shortly for the Christmas party. Those guys don't even know me. Why would they care? I'm Righty Vivaldi, scoundrel, gangster, slime bucket. I don't need their sympathy. You know, I saw you crack a smile when they were talking about you. No, you didn't. Take me back to prison. Okay, maybe you should change your name to Smiley Vivaldi. Ugh, yuck. Lovers have their quarrels and partners have their fights. People can get bored with long days and lonely nights. Spouses are too permanent. Here's a proposal. We'll
Penny returns to the prison with Wrighty gripping her dress for dear life. They return to his cell and discuss the night's events. You're a despicable con man, a cheat and a liar. Jeez, tell me how you really feel. Aren't you supposed to be the nice ghost? But you're not unsalvageable. People can change. It takes work and it can be scary. But it is possible, even for a hood like you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the motivation, doll. I guess I appreciate what folks were saying about me. Except for that Monty Eldritch. He's the bang of my existence. It's Bane. What? Never mind. Now I must take leave of you. You will be visited by the third and final spirit, the ghost of Christmas future, and he is not as nice as I am. Nah, that's not setting the bar too high. Hey, uh, can you leave me some of that ham? Silence! I leave you now, Reddy Vivaldi. May you change your ways or be doomed to wander the earth like your sister. Again, you could have opened the window first. It's getting drafty. It's cold. Not a winter kind of cold. Death kind of cold. Oh my! Uh, you must be the third spirit. What's uh? What's with the hood? I've been through enough tonight, spirit. Please let me be. Speak to me, please. I'm very frightened. Don't tell the guys. What are you pointing at? Say something. I see you pointing, but what do you want? I don't understand. Please tell me, spirit. Do, do you want me to grab something? What? What is it? For the love of... Walk toward the wall! Monty! It's you! What are you doing here? I'm your ghost of Christmas future. Your last chance for redemption. And I'm here to try and save your soul. And torment you a bit for fun. Bring back Sil! Or Penny! Anybody but you! Alas, you're stuck with me, Righty. And together, we're going to see what happens if you don't change your ways. Now walk toward the wall and let us head to our first stop. Again with magic doors. How come everybody can do that except for me? Quit yapping and walk through. Your future awaits. Monty and Righty are transported to a living room in a destitute home. It's a shack located in the poorest part of town, where misery is as thick as the fog in the air and sadness lurks in every corner. Where have you taken me, Monty? What is this dump? Just watch. Who's that little old woman? Oh, time has not been kind. Don't you recognize her, Righty? No, how would I? Oh my God, it's Beth. But why is she here? What happened to her? You broke her heart, Righty. And she could never put the pieces back together again. She eventually settled into the hermit lifestyle. Once her father passed, she was all alone. Childless, marriageless, and miserable. No. No way. This beautiful angel with a heart of gold ended up here? Because of me? What have I done? It seems you left her in the snow that Christmas Eve. And that's where she stayed. Monty! Take me away from here, please. I can't stand to see you like this. Very well. On to the next destination. Where are we now? A graveyard? Why are we here? 
I'll let you figure that one out for yourself. Is that Lulu and Tony? Whose grave are they standing in front of? Shh. Listen. Sad to see him go. But what can you do? It's the life we chose. Yeah, I know. Without him around, both of us had to turn to selling insurance. What? Spirit! Say it isn't so. My dear friends were forced to become insurance salesmen. Oh, but why? Death would be a better fate. They had nowhere else to turn after... After what? Whose grave is that? Not too bright, huh? Let's go, Lulu. We'll come visit him again. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, boss. Boss? That means... Whose name is on this gravestone? I need to clear the snow away. Here lies Reginald Brighty Vivaldi. He lived by the sword and died by the sod? What's a sod? Lulu wrote the epitaph. That makes sense. Oh, spirit, tell me, why has this happened? What must I do to avoid this grim fate? You need to figure that out for yourself, Righty. But just know, it's all my fault. I sent you to prison, and I led you to your grave. I, Monty Eldridge. No! Please, no! I'll do anything! I beg of you, spirit! Beg of you! Beg of you! Beg of you! Beg of you! Boss! Boss! Hey, boss! Hey, boss! Hey, boss! Boss, wake up! It's me, Lulu! He doesn't look so good. What day is it? Christmas Day, boss. Your least favorite holiday. Not anymore. Christmas has become my favorite holiday. The singing, the decorations, the trees, smiling children's faces, delicious Christmas dinner, helping your fellow man. Jeez, boss, what was in that hooch? The true meaning of Christmas, my friend. Lulu, do you still have that file? Yeah, of course, boss. Good. Go and fetch it. You got it. What for? We're breaking out. We aren't spending Christmas cooped up in a cell. We're gonna spend it in the city, surrounded by carolers and good cheer. Here you go, boss! Get to work on those bars, Lou. We're busting out of here and spending the holidays as free men. All right! Merry Christmas! And a Merry Christmas to you too, my friend. Wow, you have changed. A new man stands before us. One full of hope and happiness. One imbued with the Christmas spirit. I sure have, Tony. I've seen a folly in my ways. What are you going to do when you get out, boss? I'm going to give to the poor, hand out toys to all the girls and boys, wish everyone I pass a Merry Christmas. Oh, and I'm going to kill Monty Eldridge. Everyone is gathered at the offices of Eldridge and Astor to exchange gifts and well wishes. Monty, Sill, Penny, and her friend Elizabeth, and charlatan Alfred Blackguard have come together to celebrate the season, along with friendships new and old. We join them as they open gifts. Uh, thank you, Blackguard. Uh, what is it? It's a monkey's paw, you know, for wishes. There's only one finger still up. Better make it a good one, then. It warms my heart to see everyone in good health and high spirits this Christmas day. Even you, Blackguard. Don't tell him that. He'll never leave. You too, Monty. Did the sweater come with a gift receipt? 
I only wear white. Um, no. Sorry. Thank you for inviting me to your party. Of course, Elizabeth. Penny said you were old friends from school. We've been through a lot. We attended university together. Yep. We go way back. Years. Decades. Well, welcome to our little dysfunctional family. Lord knows we aren't perfect, but we've got each other. Let's have a drink. Blackguard, pour some brandy. Sure thing, Monty. Penny, you make a toast. Okay. To our good friends on this Christmas day, we've seen werewolves, ghosts, vampires, but nothing as scary as Blackguard in the nude. Hear, hear. Couldn't agree more. Pour us another, will you, Penny? Of course. Oh, no. We're out of brandy. I'll run down to the store. That's okay, Penny. I can grab some. Thank you, Elizabeth. Here's some cash. Liquor store's just on the corner. Make a left as soon as you step out the door. It's a half block down. You can't miss it. All right, be back in a minute. Nice girl. Say, did I ever tell you guys about that time I met the real Jack Frost? Turns out he's a guy living on 110th Street. Here we go. It's a cold one out there. I should have gone with her. I'm sure she'll be fine. It's a stone's throw away. That was fast. Blackguard, can you get the door? Sure. Hello there. Alfred Blackguard, psychic, medium, and underwater basket weave. Oh, there's a gun in my face. Ho, ho, ho. You better let us in or I'm going to relocate your face to the wall. Uh, one second. Monty, did you do anything to anger Santa Claus? No. Why? There's three of them with machine guns standing outside your door. Open up! Who are you clowns? What do you want? All right, everyone take a seat where I can see you. No funny business. If I see hands in pockets, you'll end up on my naughty list. Why do I know that voice? It is strangely familiar. First things first. Give us all your cash, jewels, valuables, anything worth a dime. Good. Santa likes good listeners. What is that? A shrunken head. Why do you have that? All right, enough. What do you want? Tell him, boss. I want to play a Christmas game. I'm going to take this... Uh, Shrunken head. Uh, careful, that's my uncle's. Oof. Quit flapping your gums. As I was saying, I'm gonna take this shrunken head and put it in one of these four identical boxes. Then, we're gonna give them the old mix-up. And each one of you will open your box. Whoever gets the head dies first. We will absolutely not take part in this. Then you all die now. Or you play a little... <laughs> Christmas roulette. <laughs> I know that laugh. You're righty Vivaldi. That means you two morons are the Brunello brothers. Cat's out of the bag. Did you miss me, toots? It still hurts when I bend my leg. Guess we can take off our disguises. Of course. Righty Vivaldi. But how did you escape prison? It was a Christmas miracle. Now on to the game. I'd like to point out that I don't know any of you people, but but I've always been a big supporter of St. Nick, Santa Claus, and all the elves. Oof! Shut your mouth. Does he ever stop talking? No, he does not. I'm with the game! Lulu, shuffle those boxes. Now everyone take a box. 
on the count of three, I want you to open it. One, two, three! I got the head. Nope. Give it to me. I'll take it. Yeah, give it to Monty. Nope. No swapping. That's cheating. And Santa doesn't like cheaters. Cheaters get a lump of coal right between the eyes. Please, shoot me instead. I'm the one who put you away. Lulu, would you like to do the honors? With pleasure, boss. I'm so sorry, Penny. I... Uh, I... What's going on in here? Who are you people? Leave them alone! Yeah, what are you gonna do about it, lady? Beth? You know her? Reginald? What are you doing here? Why are you dressed like Santa Claus? I... I came here to... Come on, boss! Let's shoot her and finish the game! Yeah, let's get revenge! In the name of Christmas. No! When Monty was the ghost of Christmas future, he showed me a life without joy and without you. I realize now that I need to change my ways. Seeing you, standing here of all places, is all the reason I needed. I'm sorry I left you in the snow that night, Beth. I've always regretted it, but can never face my decision until now. What is he talking about? I have no idea. But boss, your revenge. Now bum hug on revenge. Boys, it's time we really turn over a new leaf. I... I never thought I'd see you again. I waited for you, but you never came back. They put me away, big eyes. But I never stopped thinking about you. I couldn't face you after that night. It's time this old crook went straight. Monty, call the cops. Tell them Righty Vivaldi and the Brunella brothers are in your office waiting to go back to prison. Okay, I'll... I'll do it right now. Hello? Operator. Yes. Give me the police. This is Moss. Are you sure about this? I'm reporting a crime. I am, I Lou. Am right Beth, I'm gonna do my time, and in a few years, I'll be out. Can you wait for me? I mean... Um... Yes. Yes, of course. All right. A few more years won't hurt. Yeah, I could do those standing in my head. Uh, Miss Astor? Uh, yes? I'm sorry about that shooting you between the eyes business. You know, I was as caught up in the moment, and uh, I uh, apologize. Yeah, sure thing. Monty, what is happening? Beats me. Police are on the way. <sighs> Thank you, Monty. The hate in my heart has been replaced with love. I'm sorry for intruding on your Christmas. Sorry for the death threats, and sorry for your friend's head. It's okay. Did I ever tell you about the time? Anyways, if you'd allow me, I'd like to share a glass of brandy with you. Not as enemies, but as friends. Very well. A toast on this Christmas day. To old enemies made into new friends. To lost loves being found. And most importantly, to you, Monty. And you, Penny. And Syl. For showing me the error of my ways. Still don't know what you're talking about, but bottoms up! Wait, how do you know about Syl? Monty, the police are here. Let them in, gorgeous. This Santa won't put up a fight. I'm crazy about you, and I'll see you when I get out. All right, Lou. Lou, are you crying? <laughs> we really did it, you know. I, we raised his spirits. 
And he found the true meaning of Christmas. God bless us. Every one. Oh, shut up.
Righty Vivaldi and the Brunella brothers went without a fight, the three of them agreeing to give up a life of crime for peaceful, greener pastures. Beth agreed to wait for Righty, so long as he stayed on the straight and narrow. We find our heroes cleaning up after their disastrous Christmas party. Reginald. His name is Reginald. No wonder he changed it to Righty. Yes, this was the strangest evening we've had. And that's saying something. If there's one thing I've learned tonight, it's that everyone is capable of change. Yep. If old Reginald Righty Vivaldi can do it, so can all the other crooks. What did I miss? Sill? Where have you been? Some dame with a craps table chained to her leg wouldn't leave me alone. She followed me through the halls, down to the streets. Eventually, I lost her. Yo-ho! Where'd you go, Dreamboat? Uh-oh, gotta skedaddle. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Sil. The Spectral Silhouette is broadcast to your radios from the Lightning Lounge with help from our sponsor, Skeleton Key Brewery. Delicious beers, so many varieties, you deserve it. Monty Eldridge was portrayed by Kyle Brock. Penny Astor was portrayed by Colleen Wilde. And Sill was hauntingly performed by Walter Piper. Script, direction, and music by Jukebox JBC. Songs performed by the Black and Blue Hearts. If you'd like to support projects like this, like and follow all the folks mentioned previously and share this show with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's exciting installment of the Spectral Silhouette. And as always, Normal and paranormal beware. The Spectral Silhouette will always be there. Happy Holidays! <laughs>